uh, allegedly um, Burt Ward, who played Robin on the Adam West series, had to take Salt Peter uh, because he was a little offensive in his costume. Oh, really? Allegedly. How offensive? Um, uh, allegedly, he's a shower, not a grower. I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I, I've seen it in more than one place, and, and it. Uh, but it just cracks me up that apparently uh, Robin was, well, apparently his Chinese name was Wei Hung Lo. <laughs> I mean, in what universe uh, do we know, do we find out that Robin is better hung than Batman? Like, that's not supposed to happen, right? <laughs> it's like the universe flip flopped and the tides have turned and we're in the upside down. <laughs> well, yeah, now you know why he's named Dick Grayson. Yeah. I'm your host, Amanda, and this is the podcast where we drink wine and or whatever and count down our top five favorites of all the things. And tonight I am joined by a, a semi-regular guest, Mr. Chris Cole. What's up, bruh? Uh, chilling. Uh, finished like my vacation. Uh, I, I do everything like a villain killer. You know mm, this. That's true. Uh, that's true. Back from vacation. Uh, so nice and recharged and uh, hitting people a little less than normal. I'm uh yeah I'm back from vacation as well and not I, as soon as I got to work today I was like nope I still hate people about the same. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, you know, we just stayed in town. We were gonna go to New Orleans and then Mother Nature became a, a dirty, dirty uh, whore and decided to you know dump everything on it. Uh, and then we were gonna go to Memphis um, and just drive out and, and have a few days out there. And uh, my mother-in-law and her husband both got COVID and got stuck oh, in God. separate hospitals. Yeah, so we couldn't go too far from from home because we're the only family nearby. Are they uh, all right? Luckily, they're both out of the hospital in a, in a rehab facility while they're figuring out if they can they can function on their own. Right. Uh, so they're not completely out of the woods, but they're in way better shape than they were a week ago. Thank Aww. you. Well, that's good, and yeah, let's uh, hope that gets better. COVID's yeah, for sure. COVID's no joke, people. It's taking down people left and right, but you know whatever people don't care um i went to hilton head island south carolina the husband had to go for a work conference this week so we went early and stayed for the weekend and you know it was nice i got me some ocean time and that's my favorite thing in the world the ocean is literally the only thing in the world that calms me besides wine But in true Amanda fashion, of course, I could not leave without an injury because I never leave a vacation without an injury. Literally never. I just always hope it happens on like the last day so that it doesn't ruin my trip. So we were in the waves and um, it was a Saturday. The tide, we were at high tide when we were there at that day or at that point, whatever. So it was pretty rough. And um, I, I just, you know, was kept trying to recover from the waves. And then while I was recovering, one smacked me right in the side of the face, like really hard, like took me under and all that stuff. Um, but I was okay. I didn't think anything of it. The next morning I woke up and couldn't hear anything out of my left ear. (laughs) I was like, um, okay, this is different. (laughs) It didn't feel like I had water in it. Um, you know, I mean, I, you can tell when you have water in your ear. For sure, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, tried some drops, did whatever. Um, I flew home yesterday, and it popped on the plane, but it didn't really make that much a difference. So I'm thinking, oh shit, I got like a collapsed eardrum or some kind of infection or something like that. <laughs> Went to the doctor today, and it was a big clump of earwax that got shoved down in there by the water. <laughs> Basically, the uh, the the power and velocity of the water that hit me pushed it down in there. So I had to do this weird, like I've never had to do this before. I don't recommend it. It was like this ear rinse out thing where they take the wax out. Oh, I've had that done. And there's some 
it's a little uncomfortable. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It's just weird. Like I just, I, I didn't, you know, it was fine. I've had worse things done, but <laughs> fair. So yeah, good times. And luckily, it wasn't anything permanent, and I'm glad for that. But it's like, can I get through one fucking trip without something happening to me? I swear. So it wasn't the most painful thing in the world, which is actually a, a man with the flu. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, but, you know, my mind always goes worst case scenario because that's the kind of person I am. And because that's the shit that usually right. happens to me. <laughs> like, if it's a weird, right. random freak right. thing, it's going to happen to me. So. Well, and if you go on, well, on WebMD, it's going to tell you that you have ear cancer. So, you know, there's no point right. in looking. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> no, please. Yeah, I'd be the one person in the world that has ear cancer. You had cancer of your ear canal. Sorry about you. <laughs> right. Jeez. Well, I'm glad you guys had a nice staycation. And yeah, we had a nice little little vacation. And we're going to Mexico in 30 days. So nice. Nice. To that. Yeah. Um, if you can get up here while it's still open, uh, the Oklahoma City Museum of Art has this amazing uh, display on loan from uh, the National Museum in Naples, Italy, Ooh. from Pompeii. And because of the way Pompeii and the surrounding towns were buried by ash, a lot of art survived. Interesting. That's um, pretty cool. And, and so they've got a lot of frescoes up, and they actually painted the walls of the exhibit to kind of match a Roman house. Um, and it, it's beautiful and it's intriguing. Uh, it was sixteen bucks a person, so it wasn't bad at all. Uh, but it's it's beautiful. Um, you should you should give it a look if y'all can get up here because it was just really awe inspiring. Huh, that sounds cool. I'm dying to go to this like um this Van Gogh exhibit thing that they have here, but I don't know if I'm gonna have time or to be able to get tickets to it. But it's like a it's like a 3D or not even a 3D, it's like a I can't remember what they call it, but basically it's like submersive, like it's all around you and it's like a Van Gogh oh, wow. like walkthrough thing. It looks really cool. But yeah, I love when they do stuff like that. I went to the Titanic exhibit when they had that and some other cool stuff. So that, those are always fun. The uh, Dallas Museum of Art is is pretty cool. That's where the Van Gogh thing is at. And they do a lot of cool stuff like that, too. Um, I've been to the one in Fort Worth, but I have not been to the one in Dallas. And see, I haven't been to the one in Fort Worth. <laughs> Interesting. That's hilarious, since you're kind of in Fort Worth. Well, you know, some of the friends are are Dallasites, and they want to do the Dallas things. So, oh, oh, do they, do they mention that you just live in Tarrant County and not even say the name of the city? Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know anybody like that. I've just heard yeah, about it. Uh, yeah, exactly. nobody at all. Yeah, yeah. No, the Dallas people are very much like, well, I live in Highland Park, or I live, you know, uptown, yeah. or I live wherever, and I'm like, if you live in Highland Park, you're too rich to hang out with me, but. Uh, I have a friend that used to live in Highland Park. Uh, he was like right down the school from the high school. Um, nice. And yep. I have never been woken up by lacrosse practice before. That was new. <laughs> I mean, that's where Jerry Jones lives. So, you know, it's pretty, uh, yeah, uh, pretty fucking fancy. <laughs> several times to stop so I could, I could relieve myself in Jerry Jones's front gate and he wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't do it. Man, he's right? like, I, I ain't trying to get arrested today. Right. So what are you drinking tonight? Um, right now, I'm finishing this this amazing can of Diet Coke. Nice. Uh, and then after that, I will be switching to a a drink that I got hooked on in Australia called uh, Lemon Lime and Bitters. It's actually a Ooh. mixer. Um, I'm in the middle of a, well, very, very beginning of a uh, sober October challenge with a bunch of friends. Um, so I will not Ooh. be imbibing tonight. Okay. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Uh, one friend of ours that. didn't start a, didn't start until Monday because he needed a drink over the weekend. And then another uh, friend uh, says he won't start until after the OU Texas game. Uh, yeah. OU Texas week is the wrong week to stop drinking. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and with the way both those teams are going right now, it could be a 70 to 7. Yeah. To se- I, I mean, it could be a blowout either way. It could be a close one. It could be right. a basketball score. I right. have no Who idea. Knows? <laughs> I picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> absolutely uh, and the wrong way to quit him uh quit amphetamines but doing yeah. cocaine or amphetamines yeah, <laughs> all the stuff 
Um, I'm actually trying to cut back to you because I'm having some blood pressure issues. So I'm still drinking, um, <coughs> excuse me, for the podcast. And I will definitely be um, consuming some beers at eight o'clock in the morning at the State Fair of Texas on Saturday. But that's state know. law, though, right? I mean, you have, yeah, you I mean, have, you have to, to imbibe uh, during the Red River shootout. I'm not calling well, it a rivalry. That's just dumb. Uh, the Red River Shootout. Oh, and, I call it the rivalry, but it's okay. I mean, I, I'm going to their name, right? But the whole, we're going to church up the name. Why? Yeah. But no, I, I think if you're an OU Texas fan or even a casual fan of either one of those, uh, you, you're required to drink that day. And if you're on site, you have to start even earlier. Yeah. It's the only day out of the year that I drink beer at 8 a.m. Um, but now they serve it during the games, too. So that's a little different. But our seats are right fucking smack in the middle of the aisle. So I'm Ooh. a little nervous about drinking during the game because once I break the seal, it's all over. So I may Well, just... that's a lot of steps for you to make without falling over. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I have fallen bad at some, some football arenas or stadiums before, and it's not cool. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll be, you know, Friday night and then Saturday morning, start with the mimosas. And then I'm a little concerned about the fair because just like everything else, they've got like a huge shortage of workers. And I don't know if you've ever been to OU Texas, but the lines are ridiculous anyway when they're fully staffed. Yeah. And you got to buy the coupons. You stand in line to buy coupons. Then you got to stand in line to buy the stuff with the coupons. And then you always have extra coupons. And it's like, what am I supposed to do with these? So we'll be drinking as much as we can before i mean i honestly think we just shouldn't go into the fair until right before the game but nobody else will want to do that and game day is going to be there so now i gotta think of a sign if anybody has suggestions i am open to suggestions for a sign for game day i'm usually able to come up with something pretty clever if i say so myself but this one i'm having a hard time with I feel like I want to make a joke about us joining the SEC, but also maybe I should just make it about OU Texas since it won't be the same rivalry once we move. But I don't know. I'm at a, I'm at a loss this week with this well, one. I'm kind of hoping the SEC scheduling messes things up so bad that OU and Texas only see each other like every six years. Right. <laughs> um, because, A, let's not pretend like this is about anything besides money. Uh, of course. Uh, and, and B, um, dragging tech. Drag Texas is the reason why the Big 12 was down to like four teams. Yeah. Uh, so take giving them the reward. They're going to chase teams out of the SEC. Or they're going to get booted. Yeah. I mean, the uh, thing is, every I think everybody wants, yes, the money and the attention. None of these commentators can get off the SEC's leg. Alabama this and LSU that and Alabama, Alabama. Like, shut the fuck up about Alabama. Like, I'm over it. <laughs> well, I, I make the joke that I, I, it's not even a joke half the time, that, that I had no idea that the SEC network and ESPN were separate channels. Mm-hmm. That's um, what I'm saying. Even Kirk Herbstreet, who went to Ohio State, he's a Big Ten guy, and he is always all over Alabama's leg. And, and Alabama's good, right? They deserve the attention. But I guess. there's other great programs out there doing more with way less. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to... You know, yeah, Alabama, great, you're the best. But also, it's like, okay, other teams need attention too, so. Right. <laughs> well, all right then. So, I am drinking, um, we bought a bunch of wine in Hilton Head because it wasn't like an all-inclusive resort, and I ended up bringing some home. George was very unimpressed at me not finishing all the wine. <laughs> um, so, I am drinking the Federalist Cabernet, which is uh very good they have a lot of different good wines it's got a picture of george washington on the label so you know throw back to the federalist papers and the federalists and all those people um so yeah it's a really good one very berry and and cinnamony if if you like i mean it's not very cinnamony but it's got those hints if you like that kind of red so there you go so Tonight we are counting down um, something that Chris came up with, and this is going to be, this is a tough one, Um, because it's like, I wouldn't say they're my favorite because they're not my favorite because they suck, but we are counting down what, in our opinion, are the five worst movie sequels ever. So this will be, this will be interesting. But before we do that, we have to do some simplets. 
Oh, yes. Yes. Forgot about the sip libs. Can't forget about the sip libs. And dang, this is another long one. Shoot. All right. That's what she said. <laughs> exactly. But don't bunch. So I getting in the mood. <laughs> I don't really have anything like too much like movie sequel esque, but um well actually there might be. All right. I just want to check and see if there are any movie sequel ones. All right, you know what? Screw it. We're gonna do another trilogy, part two. Oh, and this is a short one. Okay. So I will let you start and I will alternate with you. Give me a plural okay. noun. Penises. Nice. Very raunchy yet educational. Wait, is that is that penai? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I just t- I take it from Eurotrip. So many penises. <laughs> it's like the International House of Sausage. <laughs> mm, I host. <laughs> Verb ending in S. How about... Uh, let's just say fucks. We'll keep it easy. All right. Noun. Uh, food. Okay. Plural noun for me. Let's say. Let's say. Twat waffles. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. A noun. Uh, boot. Was that boob or boot? I like your idea better. Okay. <laughs> uh, government position. Bent over? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <Right>? no um... <laughs> uh, giver of blowjobs? No. Let's see. Let's <laughs> That's see. called an intern. Right, exactly. <laughs> Let's just go with speaker of the house. Why not? Okay. A noun again for you. <laughs> Gone. Okay. Adjective. Certifiably fuckable because I have to. I know that you haven't listened to every single one, but it's a it's a no, I, a, I was it's there when that was started. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I was I was there when that started. Yeah, and since then we've made it a rule every sip lib must include a certifiably fuckable. Absolutely. All right, occupation. Hooker. Okay. Can I say sex worker instead? Yes. No, I'll say hooker. It's okay. Noun for me. Um. Hmm. How about cock ring? Okay. Adjective. Uh, orally. Uh, okay. Plural noun. Um, hmm. Fleshlights. Oops. All right. Uh, relationship. So this is like mother, brother, aunt, etc. Fuck, buddy. Good one. Mm-hmm. Part of the body. Let's go with clitoris. It's always a good one. It's mythological. <laughs> Not to my <laughs> husband. Hola. <laughs> I have to find the mythical clitoris. <laughs> okay. Chemical. Uh, chemical? Yeah. Astroglide. Nice. Okay. Here we go. Go mad. Let's. <laughs> okay. <coughs> so, another trilogy, part two. Star penises. <laughs> the Empire fucks back. Yes! <laughs> like this movie already. We, we just wrote a porno. <laughs> Star penises. The Empire fucks back is a thrilling movie ranging from the food fields of the planet Hoth to the twat waffles of Dagobah and ends in Boob City of the planet Bespin. Han, speaker of the house, Leia, and the droids escape from Hoth on the damaged gun Millennium Falcon. 
However, soon after escaping, the certifiably fuckable Darth Vader (laughs) captures them on the Bespin. Meanwhile, Luke Hooker, in a bid to strengthen his knowledge of the cock ring, finds Yoda, one of the most orally Jedis ever, on the planet Dagobah. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Close enough. While there, Luke trains as a Jedi, but learns his fleshlights are in danger and (laughs) heads to Bespin. (laughs) While attempting to be the hero, he learns that Vader is his fuck buddy, (laughs) loses his clitoris, and is rescued himself. It ends with Han frozen in Astroglide and the Rebels on the run. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. I like that. (laughs) Oh, God, that's beautiful. Um, That's that's fucking poetry, I swear. Yeah, that that was poetry of fucking. Um, Yes, the Empire fucks back. Yes, they do. I wouldn't call Darth Vader certifiably fuckable, but definitely Kylo Ren. I'd certifiably fuck him. So I think I think Adam Driver in in uh oh god the redneck race car movie. Oh yeah. Um oh. Anyway, I think that's a better fuckable character than than Kylo. Okay. Well, you know, Kylo is appealing um with his inner struggle and his heart and his evil and his, you know, you want to have him bitch Skywalker. I want to hug him and cuddle him and, and make him go away from the dark side. But no, it'll no, never he, he work. proves that being a whiny-ass bitch is genetic. Man. <laughs> I mean, he kills his own father. What are you going to do? Spoiler but, alert! But, but Grandpa, whiny-ass bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uncle, whiny-ass bitch. Him, <laughs> it's a male-dominant gene, right? Because Blaya got all the big dick energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Star penises, the Empire fucks back, coming to a video store near you, or a uh, hey, yes. a red tube or a, a porn or a, hub near you. <laughs> uh, or a porn tube, yeah, that's, that's correct, yeah. You shot that one out real quick. <laughs> that's what she said. Hola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to our lists, and I'm going to let you uh, say first. How many do you think we're going to have in common? Uh, I think we're going to have one. Okay. And I think it's going to be my my number one uh, okay. that we have in common. All right. I think one as well. Um, maybe. I'm a little nervous because I don't really know how you went on this, honestly. But I'm thinking there's got to be one I think that we'll both have. So. Well, so a, a lot while doing research for this, right? I, I saw that a lot of the uh, other people's lists involved a lot of slasher films and a lot of uh, comedies that just went too long. Like, right? Did you know there was a fucking Police Academy Seven? Oh my God, no! Yes, Seven. Like three wasn't a bad place to stop. Right? I did uh, not know that. Okay. Yeah, that that one kind of kind of threw me for a what in the actual fuck um interesting right uh but yeah so i i don't watch a lot of comedies because i just don't find them right. in my uh sense of humor and especially not sequels right right uh, and i and i don't watch a lot of slash movies to begin with so right. I, I think we're actually gonna have very very different lists which i think is actually gonna be cool i think so um, too my, my personal criteria was i had to have actually watch the movie right i had to have actually completed 75 percent of it Okay. So if it was something that I watched for like 20 minutes and turned up because it was utter shit, I didn't include it on my list. Um, so there were a lot of sequels I skipped because I looked at the poster or watched the trailer and I was like, oh God, no, right. no just no. No, mine definitely are all ones that I have seen. I felt like that had to be a um, a requirement. So Right. And I've actually finished four out of five of mine. Only one of them did I turn off uh, nice. before it was over. Um, okay. So, uh, I kind of cheated. I pulled a U for my number five. It's actually two movies. Um, okay, that's Because right. I hate them both equally. Uh, and it's Jurassic Park 2 and 3. Okay. Um, Jurassic Park uh, Lost World was its own novel. And yeah. I, I, I love Michael Crichton books, and, and, I, and I enjoy most Michael Crichton movies, even though they haven't read the books. Um, 
And the novel of Lost World is the one I refer to as Mikey one of the Summer House. <laughs> right? Yeah, he, he wrote that right. one to get a check. And the movie is even is even worse. And then, you mean like a third or fourth Summer House, probably? <laughs> well, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and then three was just, wait, what's all the stuff we couldn't do in one and two because we didn't have the budget or the time? And let's cram that into a movie and bring one guy back from the original so it looks like it, it's actually a sequel. Uh, they're disjointed. They're they're badly written. They're yeah. badly acted. Uh, the effects are on par because it's you know ILM and, and Spielberg, but everything else about those movies is just utter, utter shit. And I think a lot of it is that, um, I mean we're of the same age. So if you were like me and you got to see Jurassic Park oh, in yeah. the theater, the first Fucking time amazing. That, that brontosaurus foot hits and the whole theater shook. Right, mm-hmm. and you're watching the the water and the glass shake while your heart is skipping beats because the whole damn place is shaking around you. You yeah. know, there was just that experience. And then everything after that, it's a, it's a letdown. It's oh, I don't, not the same. Wait, you mean everything after that, the movie-wise, or that part of the movie? There no, was, no, 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 oh. the, the other movies. Not two okay. No, I, I mean, like no, Jurassic that. Park, the first one wall-to-wall, even though it's not it's not the book, is, is amazing. Yeah. That's the um, first movie that ever made me actually jump out of my seat in the theater because of a, of a scare. Was oh, yeah. the part where the girls where they're trying to pull her up through the ceiling tiles and that velociraptor jumps up at her foot, literally yep. jumped out of my seat. I was like, "Oh, for sure, yeah." yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good one. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those sequels either. And I didn't watch the new one with uh, Chris Pratt, so I don't really. I just, I don't know. They weren't great, so I was kind of like, "Nah, I'm not going to watch that." I, I enjoy the Pratt Jurassic Park movies, but they're they're mm-hmm. more like a soft reboot than a full on sequel. Right, right. Gotcha. Um, I mean, it's the same world and it's the same timeline, but they've they've moved it forward with the the time in the real world, and they've they've not brought any major players back. Well, they brought back Malcolm for the for the second one. Um, right. But they're their own thing, and they're actually pretty enjoyable. Uh, Chris Pratt and, and Dallas Bryce Howard have really good chemistry on screen, and that was actually yeah. better than what uh, Laura Linney You're, and uh, yeah, what's his name, Sam Laura Neal Dern. Had. Laura Dern, sorry, Laura Dern and, and Sam Neill had uh, on the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, I agree. And I, I would, I mean, I've heard that they're good, so maybe I should check it out. But I just, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, meh, I might watch it, but I'm not like in a rush to watch it. Well, if only you had like a home theater that you could just sit in and immerse yourself in the experience. Well, I do have one of those now, so well, maybe I go. will. <laughs> I do want to watch Jurassic Park in there. We we were trying to make a list of all the super loud movies that we could watch in there because um, it's been pretty enjoyable, I will say. So, all right. Well, yeah, good choices. The not on my list, but definitely with you on that that vibe. Um, my number five, I seriously doubt you're going to have on your list, and in fact, I know you're not going to. So. It is a 1983 movie, the oldest movie to have 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it is the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, Staying Alive. Oh my God, it's so bad. And actually I was going to tie Grease 2 with this because they're both equally terrible. But oh my God. Yeah, first of all, I don't know why anybody even thought a sequel to Saturday Night Fever was a good idea. Saturday Night Fever was already very, you know, the only thing I can say for staying alive is that it wasn't as vulgar, but also I think the vulgarity is what made that movie what it was. Cause it was real. That's how people really talked, especially in that, you know, era and whatever. But basically we see Tony Monero trying to be a pro dancer. There's a lot of eighties, you know, his final dance at the end is like fire and ice and lasers and strobe lights and synth and leg warmers and headbands. And it's just, oh god it's so terrible and then at the end you get him doing his strut to staying alive just like the opening of the first movie so directed by sylvester stallone not his best work not john travolta's best work um and you got cynthia what's her name from dirty dancing dirty dancing was better work for her too so you know it's just i don't know it was just pure shit in my opinion so and it was unnecessary. So yeah. 
describes a lot of sequels really very true very and it describes a couple more on my list in fact my number four is that's the exact word i used was completely unnecessary uh, so. yeah the, there are a lot of sequels i write as cash grab <laughs> yes for sure and that's probably what this was too but yeah if you have not seen staying alive don't do it just don't do it <laughs> I, I can assure you i'm not going to watch any movie involving disco well there you go i really like saturday night fever it's you know it's different it's not for everyone but i really like the movie and i've seen it a lot of times but staying alive is just pure garbage so there you go Great what's your number four uh yeah you are correct i have i have not seen that movie uh my number four uh with a a rocking uh six percent on the tomato meter on Ooh. rotten tomatoes yeah uh much higher than i expected by about seven points <laughs> um from 1993 the third movie in the series that should have been straight to garbage not even straight to video robocop 3 yeah i read that that was one of the worst ones ever i have not seen it but yeah they had what's to the, what's the point of robocop 3 uh i think they had to complete a contract because it's not even a cash grab i mean they, they i mean they made some money off it because they reused a lot of footage from the first two yeah don't get me wrong, two was two was bad uh the first one the first one i love we actually went and watched uh the director's cut in theater last week oh um, really interesting after you after you stood me up so we went and watched that <laughs> instead I, I didn't know there was a director's cut right of the first one and, i didn't and either they didn't even bother to remaster it and you could tell that some of the effects that they put back in for the director's cut hadn't been finished um which right. which i love that uh that you can kind of see the difference between a a fully fleshed out effect and a well we were gonna and then we uh, right um yeah the third one they, they changed actors for robocop um it i've seen 80s tv movies with with higher production values and robocop gets wings oh god no <laughs> oh yes yes he flies now he looks a lot like chrome buzz lightyear nice yeah oh my god with worse dialogue <laughs> uh, I, uh... a kinder friendlier robocop movie because the, the first one was a hard hard r uh, oh and, and the yeah, second yeah yeah one was really close somehow this only comes in a pg-13 like they either wanted to not make it as violent or they didn't want to spend money on blood. <laughs> Could have been both. Right? I, I haven't seen, I've only seen the first one. I saw it in the theater at the drive-in in, in um, South Oklahoma City when it came out. We, wow. uh, my dad took us, we had, we had to sit through House Party and then we got to see RoboCop. <laughs> I don't know why I vividly remember that night. I don't even remember liking RoboCop. I just, I, going to the drive-in was always fun for me, so sure yeah, yeah all right well good choice i will not be checking that out i mean yeah don't don't um robocop's uh, a great movie but it's not a movie that i like to watch oh you know like i wouldn't like george kind of likes those like he watches oh what's that one with schwarzenegger and sandra bullock schwarzenegger and sandra bullock is that schwarzenegger Maybe no. that's not him. What's the one with Sandra Bullock that's all futuristic? And then there's another one with Schwarzenegger. That's oh, all... oh, oh, okay. So uh, you're thinking of Demolition Man. Demolition Man. That's Wesley Bullock Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's some other ones. Like George likes all those futuristic, like weird movies like that. And I'm like, meh, they're okay. I liked, um, was it Paycheck? Paycheck was good. Was that the, That's the one with Ben Affleck, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I like that one. I do like that one but I also love me some Ben Affleck. So, true, <laughs> or as Jen true. calls him, a fleck. <laughs> uh, well, Robocop was just this uh, commentary on, on the excess of the 80s. Oh, yeah. During it... the excess of the 80s. It's <laughs> like, uh, like American Psycho was happening while it was happening. Uh, right. So uh, <laughs> the, the fact that you, you're watching satire of the 80s uh from a late 80s movie is beautiful and I, yeah so i enjoy that movie for that right the fact that it's making fun of yeah so is this is this movie making fun of me right now like I'm oh yeah, confused. yeah yeah totally when, when the no, car everybody wants movie. is called the 6000 sux <laughs> uh which was making fun of a not so great pontiac was a production at the time uh oh, yeah. gotcha okay so i mean and it's got stars that you recognize from all sorts of other things uh in it 
it's just a lot of fun, but you have to realize that it's satire with a bunch of hyper-violence and not really anything Right, else. right. No, it's definitely a good movie, and I would recommend people watch it, but it's just not something I'd watch over and over, so I definitely never checked out the sequels, so yeah, I will definitely sure. not do it now. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. Okay, my number four is the fourth installment of a series, the most completely unnecessary movie on my list, in my opinion. And it is the 1994 film, The Next Karate Kid. <laughs> My God. I just. And what sucks is that, you know, Pat Morita gives a pretty decent performance. Hillary Swank, you know, this is kind of considered one of her breakout roles. This is pre-Oscar Hillary Swank. Although I personally consider Buffy the Vampire Slayer her breakout role. But whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah. But it just, and I get what they were trying to do with it. I think they were trying to bring the karate kid to, you know, a feminist side and, you know, show that a girl can kick ass too. Like, I appreciate all of that, but it just was so unnecessary. Like, they could have just made a completely different movie without having to piggyback off Mr. Miyagi and the whole karate kid thing. Um, It's just absurd. And I really, I did not care for it (laughs) and not just because i love the karate kid like obviously the karate kid's one of my favorite movies of all time so uh, on one hand yeah don't fuck with that you're making me mad but karate kid 3 wasn't that great either so i don't know i just i feel like it was so unnecessary and there's so many other ways they could have gone there without you know Hillary Swank as a as a rebel kid who's taking care of a hawk in her high school under the radar and then you know she does kick a guy's ass at the end but it's just like yeah I'm over it also I'm gonna say this and people might get mad at me so sorry but not sorry I do not like Hillary Swank I, I've seen very few movies with her that I can just like stand her not because she's not a good actress she just bugs me <laughs> Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of hers either. But I'm not a hater, but it's not one of those things like, ooh, Hillary Swank is in this one. I'll sit down and watch it. Exactly. Um, Now, I will say we did watch that movie. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to look up the name of it. Um, It was earlier this year. And it was like, first of all, it got pulled from 2020 before the election because. Oh, was that the, the, the white people? We're the worst uh the, the the hunt movie the yes yeah, it, I know what you're talking about it was really good and she was good in that movie you have to you have to go into it knowing that it's like satire i mean it's make it it's definitely making a political statement like they don't make any secrets about the politics of the people and whatever but it's also i think people were taking it too seriously and that's why it didn't get shown before the election but it's it's funny if you watch it and you realize it's satire it's fucking hilarious but it's also brutal so i did like that movie i recommend that it was good but yeah i'm just not just not my favorite i don't know and i've got to say karate kid or the next karate kid is on that list of things that i saw the the trailer or the poster and thought now Eh. we've uh we've jumped the shark yes definitely definitely so thank God for Cobra Kai. <laughs> That's all I got to right, say. Right. So, so what I'm hearing is you're hoping her character does not show up on Cobra Kai. Casey and I have talked about this at length and we're like, um, please God, no. Because if it's bad enough they're bringing in Terry Silver with the new season. And that man know, has not aged well. I have mixed feelings about it. I, I feel like, well, my thing is, are they going to bring in Mike Barnes? And Casey was supposed to have I cannot remember his name now Sean something was supposed to be on Casey's podcast but I think it fell through but that's what I want to know if they're bringing back Terry Silver are they going to bring back Mike Barnes and like is it just going to be like Karate Kid 3 and you know all over again but I'm interested to see Johnny and Daniel work together so have you seen the trailer for the new season yes god looks great it comes out on December 31st. So we're like, what are you doing for New Year's? Watching Cobra Kai. Right. <laughs> you going to watch the ball drop up at the midnight? Whole day. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. So I'm guessing you did not have Next Karate Kid on your list. I absolutely did not have Next Karate Kid on my list. All right. So there's only one left that I think we'll both have. So we're going to find out. What's your number yeah, three? Same. Uh uh, from 1997, uh, <gasps> a 
4% score on the tomato meter. Um, this might I, I be the wanna, one. I just want to say that I, I saw this movie for free, and five minutes in, I wanted my free back. <laughs> uh, but I went ahead and, and finished it since I was in the theater. Uh, and popcorn's not cheap, even back then. Very true. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, okay. Dang. Well, my number three is from 1997, but it's not that movie. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Uh, right. This movie was just, they, they killed off one of the returning actors in the first five minutes. Ugh, the plot was, that. well, there wasn't one. Uh, the special effects were worse than the actual video game. And, and oh, wow. Mortal Kombat, the original, the original movie for me, sets a pretty high bar, especially for, uh, at the time, video game movies. Right, for sure. Um, because uh, every video game movie before that was, how do I put this genteely, fucking dumb. Um, Mortal Kombat had, had good tie-ins to the game. It had decent acting. It had great for, uh, fight choreography. Um, and then the second one, uh, they tried to somehow make it all plot without actually writing one. <laughs> um, and the characters kind of developed backwards. It was so bad. Interesting. I haven't seen yeah, it. it. Was oh, it was utter, utter, absolute horrid, hot butter garbage. <laughs> nice. Well, yes. Then I will uh, definitely. I, I have no desire to see that. Yeah, the original Mortal Kombat was really good, and I haven't seen the new one yet, but I really want to. Have you seen the new one? I have. I have. I really enjoyed it. Was it good? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just apparently at some point um, they completely rebooted the story for the games. Right. So, I wasn't sure what the hell was going on until I went back and read some stuff later. So don't try to reconcile it with the first movie because the background's no longer the same. Okay, gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, good good choice. I, I that was another one I read on my research of ones that were bad. So oh, it made a lot of lists. A but I haven't seen it, so I was like there's definitely a lot where I'm like, I yeah, I heard that movie was shit, but since I hadn't seen it, I didn't want to, you know. I figured right. I shouldn't throw it on my list if I never watched it. Exactly. So, okay. Well, my number three is the one I, the only one I thought we would have in common. So you'll have to tell me. And if not, I seriously doubt you're going to have my two in one because they're slashers and I doubt you've even seen them. But if it's from 97, then no, but I'm interested. Okay. Well, it is um, a sequel to a movie that, again, absolutely did not need a sequel. And they learned their lesson with it because they never made another one. Although I have heard they're planning to reboot the original, and I hope it's not true. And it is Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh, I can barely say it without cringing. It's so awful. I couldn't finish that movie. I, 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 I don't think I finished it either. Like, I, I couldn't even hit the 75% to justify to say I, I'd seen it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, finish your description of it. It's Sandra. Oh, Sandra. I mean, Speed was like her you know breakout role that's what like introduced us to sandra bullock and then right. speed two was like you know a step back i mean it was so bad that keanu reeves had the good sense to say no to it but basically right. it's the same story but it's on a cruise ship so it's a lot slower you know and it has willem dafoe and jason patrick so it's got some good actors but it's just yeah it's it's awful you know she goes on a cruise with her boyfriend and you know this disgruntled uh you know, employee takes down the ship's communication system and then they're trying to crash it into a, like an oil tanker or something. I don't know. It's, and it's awful. Um, and it has one of the super cheesiest lines at the end when he, he proposes to her and he's like, will you wear this for a while? <laughs> like, that's how you're proposing to her. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Ooh, it's not good people. Not good. They took this, this wonderfully strong, independent female character from the first one mm -hmm. and turned her into a badge bunny with bad luck. Yes. And it's just like, why? Why did you do this to us? Like, I don't understand. I mean, I would definitely say, uh, you know, Sandra Bullock's one of those people that I like to say, you know, has never had a bad movie, but you can't. This is by far her worst movie. Like, just terrible <laughs> so yeah well they can't all be bangers i mean i guess that's true but 
I, I'm, I'm actually, I will say I am surprised that her career rebounded from this because she was on such a high from speed and, you know, was starting to do some other stuff um, in the nineties, you know, like hope floats and Miss Congeniality and whatever, but speed too. I mean, that could have seriously tanked her career and, you know, luckily for her, it didn't because we've gotten a lot of great movies from her and I'd be sad if we didn't have them. So, yeah. So you didn't have that one. I, I did not. Okay. All right. Well, I don't think you're going to have either of my other two, but let's see. What's your number? All right. Uh, number three is also a number or, three. Number, number two, oh. sorry. Number two is a number three. Okay. I was like, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Number three is number three. It's kind of catchy, but it was wrong. Damn it. Anyway, so um, <laughs> this one has a 45% tomato meter score, and I'm starting to think somebody else watched a different movie. Um, and that's Alien 3. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so Alien was this groundbreaking gothic horror in space movie. Right. But then Aliens is this beautiful um, action-adventure horror movie in space uh, that, that, I, that I love dearly. And if you have a chance to watch the, the, the director's cut where it explains a hell of a lot more, it's so much better. One um, of the very few movies I would say is better than the original. I, I try not to make that comparison with those two because they're different types of movies. I know that's true. That's true. But but Aliens has aged better than Alien. I'll I'll, I'll go that. Yeah. Um. It, it definitely uh launched many many careers uh, from Aliens. Um, and right. such a great movie, and it it spawns uh, uh video games and board games and and novels and other things and then we have alien three which is um they didn't want to pay for all the actors to do a true sequel to, <laughs> to two so they killed everybody off uh, uh we, we got we got bishop for like a scene who's still in pieces um this is the only one i did not finish uh i, I rented it from blockbuster um and, and i watched RIP. it right about 75 percent of the way through yeah. um and and i i just couldn't anymore and when somebody told me the ending i'm like i'm glad i missed it because that's just <laughs> stupid i've not but, seen but it alien 4 was a better alien resurrection it was a better movie and that movie was shit There's i didn't watch problem. that either <laughs> oh don't don't it, apparently ripley is a is a clone of ripley and there's somehow still aliens on the space station and they don't exactly and it's like 300 years later it sounds like a bad story some seven-year-old made up to explain how his toys play together. No. <laughs> Which is funny. great if you're dealing with a seven-year-old. Not great if you're watching a high-dollar Hollywood movie. Yeah, very true. Especially with, when you've set the standard with the other ones. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Alien 3 was just such utter yeah. stupidity. Uh, I, I, I can't stand that movie. All right. Well, good. I, I have not seen it. The Aliens movies aren't really my favorite. Like, I've seen Alien and Aliens, um, and I appreciate them for what they are, but again, not movies I'd watch over and over just because it's not really my jam, but I love Sigourney Weaver, so nothing wrong with that. Nope. All right. Well, I didn't have that one. Um, my number two is I'm pretty i'm like a hundred percent sure you're not gonna have either one of these next two so my number two is the sixth installment of a franchise from 1995 and it is halloween six the curse of michael myers oh my god i i just ugh. i hate how they went with the story and they kind of started it in halloween five so it's not just this one but the only good thing in this movie and in the and the role or the not the role the performance isn't even that great but still an amazing actor we got out of this was Paul Rudd. That is the only redeeming quality this movie has is Paul Rudd. Um basically this is the this one we find out that um they so they try to tie it back into the very original making Paul Rudd, Tommy Doyle, which is the little boy who's being babysit by Jamie Lee Curtis in the first one. And he's living across the street from the Myers house and the Strode family lives there. And the dad knows it's the Myers house, but nobody else knows. And 
blah 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 we find out that michael is part of this cult the thorn and i i don't really understand how the whole thorn thing works because i've barely tried to eat i don't want to pay attention to it um it's just terrible it's you know it's the final appearance of donald pleasance he died while they were finishing this movie so you know r.i.p to him because he's amazing but fuck this movie is awful it's so awful um you know, and then after that, we got Halloween H2O and then Halloween Resurrection, which a lot of people call the worst one in the franchise. Totally disagree. Halloween 6 is the absolute worst. It's just, ugh, disgusting. So, yeah. But we did get Paul Rudd, so can't be too mad about it, I guess. Yeah, uh, I think pretty much any series by the time you get to 6. Um, yeah. You've gone really, really weak. I, I, I love, you know, the Fast and Furious franchise because it's, over-the-top car porn but those are going downhill uh star trek six um was a decent apology for five but still not good uh so yeah there's all sorts of of horrible part sixes out there and it's kind of kind of par for the course yeah i mean yeah you're right because when you get to that many it's like okay we're recycling the same shit and then trying to make it which i had said this before i was talking to casey about halloween i feel like they were kind of trying a lot of people were getting in on the whole cult thing and like it kind of reminds me of poltergeist three where they're like trying to have this mysterious man in all black and there's some kind of weird cult or whatever and it's like no this is just stupid um and i didn't like the idea of giving michael myers an origin story which is kind of why i don't like the rob zombie remakes but i appreciate them for what they are but he's supposed to be scary because we don't know why he does what he does. And then they just tried to like, give him this whole story about whatever the curse of the thorn or whatever. Ugh, terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't watch it. No, definitely. Um, all right. Well, so now we're on to dishonorable mentions. We're on a number one. Oh, all right. And then dishonorable mentions. Yeah, we can't call them honorable mentions. Not on not on this one. No, for sure. Not on this one. Uh, so this one, uh, my my number one uh, worst sequel of all time, uh, with a perfect tomato meter score of zero. Nice. Uh, and an audience score of twenty three. Uh, the second movie in the series, Highlander Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard that's terrible. <laughs> um, it, it, I, I was dating a girl, and uh, we were over at her, her parents' house, and they're like, well, let's go rent some movies. And she wanted to rent Highlander 2, and I'm like, it's bad, but okay, because I've already seen it. Uh, and apparently there's a director's cut because they tried to make it better. <laughs> um, and there's this really awkward sex scene that you know the entire time her mother's giving me the stink eye like i picked the fucking movie um, <laughs> right <laughs> but somehow the immortals are aliens and we're in the future and christopher lambert is old until he kills two assassins from the alien highlander planet and becomes young again hmm. um okay. it's so bad that highlander 3 pretends to never happened nice i like it uh and it's just oh god it's a horrible movie <laughs> um, it, it is quite possibly uh sean connery's worst movie ever and that's saying something because he did both zardoz and uh league of extraordinary gentlemen <laughs> uh, see i don't mind a league of extraordinary gentlemen it's not definitely not one of my favorite movies but i don't hate it I don't hate it, but having read the graphic novels, I'm like, how did y'all get this from that? Right. <laughs> true, true. Um, okay, well, that's a good one, yeah. Uh, that's another one I no, haven't it's not seen. A good one. But, well, yeah. yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good, which is why it's, it's a good pick for this list. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my number one is... You won't because you don't watch these kind of movies, but if you ask most people, especially people that watch horror, probably arguably the worst movie 
ever. And it is um, the 1985 Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. This movie is so awful. It's like, again, you people like pretend like it didn't happen. Like part three is like, oh, Nightmare 2 was never made. Um, it's, I don't know. It's horrible. It's five, you know, five years. Well, it's supposed to be five years after the original movie, but really it was only like a year later. I don't know. Um, the movie starts off with this horrible scene where Freddie's driving a school bus and this guy's having a nightmare and it's just so ridiculous. But basically it's like a, it's almost like a child's play kind of thing where it's like Freddie realizes he has to have a host body to keep killing. So then he tries to like get this kid to kill for him. And yeah, it's just, oh, it's so, so terrible. There's nothing good about it. Literally Wait, nothing. What? I, I, yeah, that makes no sense. It's, yeah, it, it, ugh. And then, too, there's, there is actually an interesting documentary on it. I can't remember what it's called, um, but it has the actor that plays the lead character, Jesse. Um, so he's, he's a gay person in real life. And he kind of talks about, like, first of all, how horrible the movie was, how horrible the set was, but also about how awful people were to him about, you know, being gay. And it's just like, man, that just sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, yeah. And I mean, there's so many awful horror movies, but this one I would like, I, this is one I will refuse to watch. Like Halloween six, if AMC fear fest is on and I'm just like chilling and it's on in the background, I'll still leave it on. Freddie, uh, number nightmare on Elm street two. No, not a chance. Not staying on. It's the worst. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. So what's the one you thought we'd have in common? Uh, I thought it was going to be high later too. I, I, uh, okay. I thought that, uh, that you might have been subject to that uh, in your youth. No, I saw Highlander, but not the second one. I thought we might have Speed 2, but that was the only one I thought we might have. Like I, I figured our list would be pretty different. So um, you have some dishonorable mentions? Yes, yes, uh, a few. Um, okay. Star Trek Five. Okay. There wasn't a lot of effects in it for a Star Trek movie, so they had money for other things that they didn't spend. Uh, the, the, the story is horrible. The, the plot is just, uh, it, yeah, it's just not good. Okay. Okay. Um, every single Transformers sequel. The All of second, them. Yeah, no, you're right. I was like, the second one's almost okay, except for the blatant racism. <laughs> right? And I mean, it's the not even one, subtle. <laughs> the The last fight in the second one is so muddled and so dark. I only know who lived because of who's in the next movie. Uh, it's just <laughs> so overly busy. It, yeah. I realize Hasbro's trying to sell toys, right? I support that. Um, Hasbro's gotten a lot of my money over the years. But, but you uh, know what? Transformers fucking sell themselves. I mean, come on. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> You don't have to market that. It's like marketing toilet paper. That shit sells itself. Right. Or it else sells it sells you shit. shit. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one. But I thought I had one more, but now I, I didn't write it down and I can't quite remember it. But uh, yeah, there are some, some horror bad sequels out there. Oh, yeah. So many. Um, I had um, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Hated it. Maybe some people like it, but I think it's definitely considered the worst movie in the franchise. And wait, hold on, hold on. Have you seen nine? Oh, not yet. Is it, you is might it you might rethink that. Um, Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm not going to ruin anything, but after you watch it, we'll we'll talk. Uh, in fact, okay. we could probably have an episode of just the four or five dumbest what in the actual fuck things happened in in Fast Nine. So honestly, so um, I have no desire to watch it. George wants to watch it and I'm just over that entire franchise. Like I think it's run its course. So I really don't even want to watch it. I probably won't if I'm being honest. I also had weekend at Bernie's too. <laughs> you cannot Wait. recreate weekend at Bernie's. You can't, you can't perpetuate that. It just becomes creepy and weird and gross. Wait, wasn't that on Casey's guilty pleasure list? Uh, no weekend at Bernie's was okay. Okay. Yeah, not weekend right. at Bernie's too. Yeah, it's um, uh, you just can't do that. 
Yeah. Uh, all I remember about Weekend of Burning 2 is there was a voodoo doctor involved. Yeah. Involved. That's yeah. all I can remember. That's all I remember, too. Um, Teen Wolf 2, same thing. No. Oh, God, yes. God. So <laughs> so terrible. Um, I had Jason X. I mean, it's Jason goes to space. Like, who the actual fuck thought that was a good idea? I actually watched that one, even though I'm not a slasher fan, because I'm like, <laughs> all right, they, they went space with it. How bad could they fuck it up? I should not have asked that question. <laughs> you should not um, have. And when he gets turned into the killer robot slasher guy, I'm like, wow. Just ugh. somebody developed a costume and decided to write a movie for it. Well, and what's crazy is that I thought Jason Takes Manhattan. I thought they couldn't do worse than that. I was like, this is by far just the shittiest horror movie ever. And then they did Jason X, and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and Jason Takes Manhattan was literally two scripts slapped together. It was awful. God, it was so awful. It's like they were trying to be funny, at, but be scary. But really, it was just like, ha 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 Really? Is this what we're doing? Like it's it's so stupid. It's funny, but it's not scary. Um, and finally, Batman and Robin hated it. God, I hated it. Okay, yeah. Uh, that might have one of the ones that I I definitely consider Batman and Robin. Um, yeah, just... and it was just so many moments of, but why? Yeah, so cringy. And, and you can't blame one person, right? You can't blame Clooney. You can't blame Schwarzenegger. You can't blame. Uh, Chris O'Donnell, although I kind of want to. No, I um, adore Chris O'Donnell, but that was just a shit role for him. And could could somebody explain to me why Batman and Robin suits have nipples? <laughs> I'm know, not offended by it. I'm just like... It's weird. Right, and, and especially with the, the first three, especially the first two, where you had uh, Tim Burton's dark, gritty vision of Gotham and then we get to four and it's fucking pastel. Yeah. And Adam West costume didn't have nipples. I mean, come on, y'all. Yeah, well, it's no, no, it didn't. I mean, what kind of giant man nipples do you have to have that they have to put nipples on your uh rubber slash latex costume to seriously people just just I get mean, a sports bra or some pasties? Yeah, like tape them down like the women have to do. Like, come on. Uh, allegedly, um, Burt Ward, who played Robin on the Adam West series, had to take Salt Peter uh, because he was a little offensive in his costume. Oh, really? Allegedly. How offensive? Um, uh, allegedly, he's a shower, not a grower. I like it. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. I don't know if that's true, but. I, I've seen it in more than one place, and, and at uh, one point they did a, a a movie, a TV movie about the making of the '60s Batman series, and that plot point was in there. So I'm guessing there's some truth to it. Interesting. Uh, but it just cracks me up that apparently uh, Robin was, uh, well, apparently his Chinese name was Wei Hung Lo. <laughs> I mean, in what universe uh, do we know, do we find out that Robin is? better hung than batman like that's not supposed to happen right <laughs> it's like the universe flip-flopped and the tides have turned and we're in the upside down <laughs> well yeah, now you know why he's named dick grayson yeah interesting i may have to go i may have to go see that i can never decide which is better and i guess it doesn't really matter if if, if you're a shower or a grower because you know sometimes it's like you know, if you're a grower, it's like if somebody sees you before you've grown, it's like, really, that's what you're working with. But then once it's fully grown, you're like, oh, okay. But if you're a shower, it's like, if that's all you got, that's all you got. And if somebody's not impressed, there's nothing to improve on. And yes, people, we are really having this conversation. You're not hallucinating. <laughs> Look, I'm a grown ass man, right? I know what I have and what I don't have. And I have no problem talking about the fact that other men also have peni. Yeah, I mean, nothing to be ashamed of. That's, in fact, I don't want anybody to be ashamed of it because I like dick. So there you go. <laughs> That's your educational talk on tonight's sip list is that all erections are different and don't judge every dick by its cover. There you go. Thank you for joining my TED Dick Talk. <laughs> 
Exactly. Oh, I'm glad I was able to finish that with a straight face because uh, <laughs> it didn't it didn't last much longer, uh, which is also <laughs> what she said. Uh, that's not what you wanted to say, though. No. 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 Well, thanks for uh, coming up with this idea and uh, doing it with me. And now we've given people 10 movies that if they've never seen, they never need they to watch. Right? Actually, yeah. more than 10 because we have the dishonorable mention list. True. We're doing a public service right now. We're like, hey, people, these are movies that you should never, ever watch. Like, somebody's like, should I waste my time watching Team Wolf 2? No. What, uh, what about Nightmare on Elm Street 2? No. What about Highlander 2? No. Don't do it. And if you disagree with us on, on any of these movies, uh, feel free to never have an opinion again. <laughs> yes. And to possibly fuck right off. Yes. The other thing I'm going to say is that I know I'm going to get some comments on Twitter or Facebook because the whole the whole horror fandom is polarized on this one. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Some people consider it one of the worst horror movies ever. Other people, the people that are right, like me, realize that it's an incredible movie with a great statement, with great effects for the 80s and is a phenomenal movie. It's just not a Michael Myers movie. So I'm sure people will come out. In fact, somebody on Twitter has already come at me with Halloween 3. And I'm like, nope, you're wrong. <laughs> so yeah, take your opinion somewhere else. Like up your ass. Hello. Yeah. Well, so I don't uh, I don't exactly know what sip list I have coming up next. Casey and I are talking about throwing around his top five favorite Nightmare on Elm Street franchise moments and me doing my top five Halloween franchise moments, like the most iconic moments from both series for Halloween Horror Fest. So that's probably the next one. Tomorrow, I will be a guest on Flops with David, which is the podcast where they talk about laws that have flopped or laws that are stupid. Flops is really interesting if you like if you like to hear about weird, obscure laws that make absolutely no fucking sense, it's a really good podcast to listen to. So I'll be on that tomorrow. You mean like No Hunting Wells in Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah, or like, you know, uh, oral sex is illegal in some states and, you know. Well, that sucks. Uh, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't, actually, because you can't. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I'd like to see them try to enforce that one. because I, I, I just want to be there for, for jury selection. Right. <laughs> right. Every guy who has gotten your pipe clean, raise your hand. Okay, you out. Yep. Goodbye. Okay. Every woman that has been pleased orally, put your hand up. Okay, get the fuck out. What you're going to end up with is, is, is two nuns uh, and the 40-year-old virgin. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm like, I just want to do it in those states so I can say, breaking the law, breaking the law. I'm a lawbreaker. I'm a rebel. So yeah, that'll be... I'll be talking about some of the weird Texas shit. I got to figure out what what all, because Texas is a hot shit show of stupid laws. But yeah. Oh, and now my kitty wants me. I'm not even touching that after that last conversation. I'm just going to let it go. (laughs) Wow. And on that note. And on that note. I got to take my drugs and go the fuck to sleep. So, uh, Killer, great talking to you. Love you. We'll uh, do this soon. Love you too. Everybody have a great night. And uh, remember when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye.